This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Motes and Euler back for the final segment of today's show. If you listen to it on podcast, you know in podcast format mm-hmm. because we are available on podcast format. We are, yeah. This will be the last segment of that podcast. But for those that don't know how the whole podcast thing works, how to find it, yeah, let, just, me, let me know, Arthur. Just Mouse. think I mean, of videos on demand. You, you heard know, it in Netflix. I'm an old but this guy is the, now. I don't get this whole podcast thing. So, so basic, basic principles of podcasting. Basic you, principle. This sounds like a college course we're about to take. You the can listen to this audio principles whenever you want to. Commercial free. Ah, oh, so it's like Netflix. For free. Just like Netflix, except it's free. You don't have to have a membership. You don't have to subscribe. Well, oh, you okay. should subscribe so you can get the content, but you don't have to pay for anything. And all you do is go wherever you find your podcast. That's Google Play, mm-hmm. Apple, mm. I think YouTube, yeah. iTunes. I mean, it's pretty much yeah. everywhere except except Spotify. Except Spotify. Yeah, competitors. You know, it's we, like you don't you know, go to the Pepsi store and ask for a Diet Coke. Certain people we don't rock with, and they're the ops. You don't. So, you don't go to Burger King and ask for a Big Mac. Is that is that simple? But the word or the name that you would type in when looking for said podcast is Steelers Blitz, Blitz and that with is a Z. with a Z. Absolutely, like Zlatan. No, 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 we don't, we don't like Zlatan right now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he 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 said he's that's giving the wrong true. message. That's true. We not rock with that the right shut now. Shut up and dribble thing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Counterproductive to the movement. You know what? Yes. Uh, my Manchester United Red Devils play his AC Milan uh-huh, uh-huh. on Thursday. In two well, you days. know who I'm cheering for. So we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him right for you in two I, days. I, I appreciate that. A little, a little fist of cups on the pitch, you know. Yes. <laughs> Come on, lad, cheer me up. But either way, either way, man, hit us up on the podcast, man. Steelers Blitz, and that's with the Z. And we did say a couple weeks ago, or maybe like a month ago, when we started this new format, that if you leave us a review on the podcast, we'll read it. We will. We slacked a little bit. We, we missed, ain't slack. Oh, how I many, slacked a little bit. How many bit. have we missed? Just one. So we ain't missed nothing. Then. <laughs> we good. We were trying to give everybody else a chance to get involved before we shouted this one person out. For the grand prize. We got a five-star review from College Dropout Haha. Yo, shout out to College Dropout. That's his name. College Dropout Haha. That's a is his or her name. I like Haha because it's the like Haha on the end is like he. It, it makes me feel like I'm I'm getting ready for a Kanye West album, <laughs> but I'm like happy at the same the time. Dropout. College the Dropout. College Dropout says this is my commute podcast. It's my favorite podcast on my way to work. Keep up the great work, fellas. Don't cross the moats. Ooh. Well, thank you, College Dropout. Haha. Shout out, College Dropout. Haha. You know, whenever I see haha in writing, what it makes me think of? Haha, Clinton Dix. Well, that, that, that's <laughs> it makes me think of the South Park Mickey Mouse. Oh, uh, yo, yes, yes. What's going on around here? Ha-ha. Straight creep. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, Motes, do you want to get to some of these? Now, it's, it's your Tuesday, so you mm-hmm. tell me what you want to do, but do you want to get to some of these tweets before we get to the free agency list? Yes, let's start with the tweets, and then we'll go free agency list, because we right. got plenty of time. We do got. We all, Hey, all we got is time. That's all we got. Um, sensei tweets us here. I feel like I should bow when he says sensei. Just sensei. Um, <laughs> in terms of Ben Roethlisberger, I agree with Motes. If Ben's previous mindset, if he wants to win a sup- wants, uh, wants Super Bowls plural, then anything less this year isn't going to be good enough. But I will say even a long shot is better than the unknown, in my opinion. That's an interesting one to me, Mozi, mm-hmm. Because in terms of the Super Bowl conversation that you and I had to start the show, to start the episode of the Blitz, mm-hmm. 
You know what? I, I think you could argue. I'm not saying that I feel this way, but this is, again, you know, just getting everything, getting all the angles, all the different devil's advocate and, and uh, the, the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. Right, right. I think you could argue that the Steelers' chances of winning a Super Bowl this year with Ben, right, is probably about the same as it is them finding their next Super Bowl winning quarterback this offseason in the draft or something like that. Like, that's no, 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 that's that's fair, no absolutely. guaranteed proposition. No, without a doubt. You know what I mean? I mean, yes. look at all the top 10 picks at quarterback that have a, Sam Darnold just a few years ago. He, Listen, Dwayne Haskins, 15th overall. If we need to talk about <laughs> Daniel how, Jones, just, sixth overall. We can just take away for, like quarterback out of it. Just think yeah, about how many first-round yeah. busts there are. Right. Ask Cleveland. How many surefire guys they've drafted mm. in the top ten <laughs> that aren't even on their roster five years later? Yeah. It's crazy. So, so I, it's never a guarantee, man. If you think that, you know, it's it's gonna be a long shot either way, so let's at least take the long shot with Ben. You know what? I can't I can't hate that logic, Motsi. I I'm I'm picking up what Sensei's putting yeah, down. I, and that and honestly, I'm fine with that as well. Yeah. If that if that makes you feel better, I'm cool with that. Dehev wants to know, did something official, did I miss something official coming out today with Bud Dupree? I keep seeing goodbye tweets with a sad face. Um, the biggest thing, they just officially said that they weren't going to franchise tag him. Correct. But they've made that pretty That's much evident I mean. since a year ago because yeah. of how much of a balloon that number would be. He'd be making 16, 16 17, yeah, 18 million dollars. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, which, he'd be one of the highest paid defenders in the league. Right, which we can't afford, especially with our current situation, Correct. along with knowing that T.J. White has to get paid. Correct. And you got Mega Fitzpatrick coming yeah. down the line as well. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as we would love to pay everybody, you just can't. We are not the New York Yankees, and this is not Major League Baseball. And We're this not isn't, the L.A. Dodgers this, now. And Sorry, this Dodgers now. And, and, the, and, if we would, and, and it could have worked if we had the Seattle mentality, but that would have had to take place. What year is this for Ben? 18 now? It had to take place 17 years ago when he was a rookie. <laughs> rookie contract. Then you can pay everybody on defense. Then you're good. But right now, we're 17 years too late for that. Don Juan says, I love hearing the confidence from Deontay Johnson. Like you guys said, he could have easily had 100 catches and 1,000 yards, if not for the drops. And Don Juan wants to know what we have to say about Max Kellerman saying Ben Roethlisberger is the fourth, fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> yeah. Here's, Good. I, I was just gonna say, to the, the, like the Max Kellermans and the Mike Tannenbaums and all the people that are saying that, the Marcellus Wileys, Motes, They'd be saying the same thing if it wasn't Ben Roth. Like, right. That's the thing. Okay, so the people that are saying, well, you bring Ben Roethlisberger back, you've got the fourth-best quarterback. Okay, mm -hmm. so if the Steelers go out and draft Trey Lance, you're not going to be saying the same thing? Right. If the Steelers go get Sam Darnold, you're not going to be saying the same thing? Like, I'm with you. All that says to me is how much those guys are. I think Lamar, we understand Lamar. Mm -hmm. He's done it now for multiple years. He's been a league yes. MVP. He's won a playoff game now. I think we all mm -hmm. understand Lamar. Hot on Baker after one year. Hot on Joe Burrow after what we saw. Whatever. If that's how strongly they feel about Baker and Burrow from from one year and mm -hmm. from ten games, the Steelers could go and get Trevor Lawrence, and that's not going to change yeah. their mind. I, I always say this when we get these type of questions, Motsi. I understand we're fans, right? Fan right. is short for fanatic, and I always want fans to be fans. That's what makes this fun. That's why Motsi and I are able to do this show. But don't listen to those jabronis, all right? They just want yeah. your reaction. That's all Absolutely. they're trying to get. I mean, because, uh, like, just that statement alone of how you're ranking these guys, what are you basing it off of? Are you basing it off of what you project from these guys next year? With their current is it, teams? Right. Like, is yeah. it with their the way their team is structured? Because, obviously, Baker's in a better – Right. Whew, that offense. Right. It'd be way better. Whew. But based on the way the teams are constructed right now, you could make a case that Cleveland has a better – 
team around Baker compared to what we have right now going around Ben just on based the on the side of the football. Right. Absolutely. Right. How and could from, you deny that? No question. So when you think of that, if that's what I'm basing it on, okay, you can make a debate for it, but I'm personally not about to sit here and act like Baker in however many games you want to point out to because we're not going to act like the first part of the season and we weren't all in here saying, oh, Stefanski knows – focus on the run, minimize Baker's attempts, only exactly. use him in play action pass. We're not going to exactly. act like that wasn't a conversation for multiple weeks. So if that's the the snaps over there, there's no way he's ahead of Ben. Now, you can make the case for Lamar because we've seen what Lamar has done, but once again, that's an acquired taste because Lamar in that offense, yes. Again, in that offense, yeah. If he's in any other Put offense, on the Bengals offense, it changes everything, yes. right? So that's what, like it's such a hard it is. to just – highlight quarterback say well who's the better player well Lamar technically isn't a better passer than Ben not even close nope. but he's a better runner yep and he does both at quarterback so does that make him better like he's more mobile right like, like, yeah. like, but what are we looking for you know right so that that's my whole thing with that I do think either way though that if we're just seeing who's gonna pass for more yards if that's the case I think Ben's still gonna be Top two in this division. Yeah. If we're just talking past here, I think Joe Burrow is the real one. Probably Joe Burrow. Yeah. But but it depends on the ACL and what they do to protect him up front. But the Ravens and the Browns, they're running. They're they're, they're running the, the ball. They're toting the rock, right. baby. So so I'm like, what, what exactly are we going off of? Just total touchdowns? If that's the case, I still think he's in the top two. Obviously, we behind Lamar because Lamar he gets it on the ground and through the air. But that still is in the mix. And that, and that everything you just laid out there, Moats, is the problem. Yeah, there's in, in your in your four minute hot uh-huh. take segments on right. TV. Right. There's not enough time for all that nuance, so uh-huh. you just gotta say, "Oh no, Ben Roethlisberger's the fourth page. The four, he's the worst one in the division." And then everybody goes crazy, like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" And you're like, "What? What? What are you ranking it off of? Are you basing off of the next two to three years? Who's going to be in control? Because sure, he's older. Yeah, we don't expect him to to have that type of you know <laughs> swan song ride out. If that's what if that's what we're going with, but." You didn't say that. It's like, it's like, what if we put Tom Brady on the Jets? I mean, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it, it, what if we put Josh Allen on the Jets? Are we still going to be supremely confident that he is infinitely better than every other quarterback in that division? Exactly. Maybe, but maybe not. So, yeah, I'm with you. Like, just, just listen to Euler emotes, okay? And don't listen to those hot takey national guys. <sighs> Such is life. <laughs> that's the duality of man. That's the duality of that, sports that talk is radio. The duality. That but again, is. that's the part of the thing with TV too. It's just a trap. They get ninety seconds to make their point. There's no, there's no yeah. room for nuance in those well, conversations. And that's why I always tell you, I kind of like radio a little bit more than TV. Yeah. TV, obviously, you get to see the smile and stuff, but you get to get more in depth. I get to actually talk to me more about why. Convince me on why. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it's TV, it's I'm gonna speak. You're gonna speak. All right, we're going to break. Dang, that sucks. <laughs> Um, let's see here. We got some more tweets rolling in. Me. Shout out to me. Wants to know, Westman and Dr. Motes, I'm very optimistic about next season. You can call me Senor Crazy Me. Mm-hmm. All right. So Senor Crazy Me mm. has his three questions as always. Wants to know how high we think Alex Smith's ceiling is and if it's close to Bud's level. I think he has a high ceiling. I don't think it's near Bud just I don't yet. think it's near Bud's level. Yeah, no. I remember. Bud is a top 20 pick. Yeah. Bud is a freak. Bud's ceiling is... All pro, all peren- pro, perennial all perennial pro, perennial all pro. Like Alex Highsmith's ceiling is very nice career. Yeah, maybe maybe a couple Pro Bowls, maybe one or two Pro Bowls. Yeah, big difference though. Yeah, big and that difference. doesn't. I yeah. mean, he could still be a really nice player with all the, the Steelers oh, have what? had a lot of really Come nice on, pass man. rushers. Absolutely, that'd be a great in that vein. Dude, you think about Jason Rose, what he was able uh, to that's do. A fair, I was saying exactly he balled out. Yeah, made himself some good money too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he 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 did all that and. 
I don't think he even had a Pro Bowl under his belt. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he did. Maybe so, one. So but. that's kind of how I look at uh, Alex Highsmith right now. Now, we'll see a lot more as his sample size continues to increase because we know as a rookie, along with being a rookie, doing a pandemic offseason where you didn't even get to get your full offseason and get right. fully up to speed, that can have an effect. And, you know, once again, me watching him on tape, you can see the times where he's confident, knows what he's doing. Man, he's a dominant player. Great against the run, could rush the passer. Obviously, because he's young, he has plays where he's thinking a little bit. I also think that <clears throat> towards the end of the year when his role expanded, when Bud went down, the condition element surprised him a little bit because it's a difference when you're conditioned for coming in as the, the third guy, right, the first guy off the bench. You're playing about 30 snaps compared to once Bud went down. That number went up to 60, not counting special teams. It was a little bit of a toll on him as well. So things like that are all correctable. But he does yeah. have the foundation to be a really good player. But Bud Dupree is is different. There's certain things that yeah. he's blessed with that just physicality Alex traits. is never going to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Jason Worlds just turned 33 years old last yeah, week. Yeah, man, Worlds coming the same year. He just yeah. turned 33. Like, that dude feels like he's been mm-hmm. retired for a decade. He just yeah. turned 33. He only played four years. I thought he played yes. like six or he played, seven. He, think about it. He played he four years. Rookie year, his rookie deal. Five seasons. No, his five rookie, because he got the transition deal. tag. He, he yep. retired after the transition tag in 14 because we got the one year together. And good for yeah. him. Left a lot of money on the table. You got to be you got to be firm in your convictions to, yes. to leave that kind of money on Absolutely, the, on the man. table. Uh, second one from uh, Senor Crazy Me. Senor Loco Me. Snacks of choice at a Pittsburgh Pirates game. <laughs> Cold beer. Okay. Hot dog. Got to have a hot dog. Nachos. Maybe some peanuts if I'm feeling frisky. So, oh, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Manny's barbecue in the outfield. I yeah, love the Quaker, like steak, the Quaker and Lube, steak and bucket of wings. Yeah. But I, I am a traditional guy at the baseball. Give me cold beer. Give me a hot dog. Give me some nachos. Full transparency. You are not a traditional guy at the baseball game. But it's <laughs> I, I have a reason, and I'll explain it. I'll explain it. I don't have a lot of just me sitting at baseball games like in regular seats. So when I go, I'm predominantly in, not trying to sound bougie. Oh, I got, I know where this I'm is going. I'm typically in the suites. Ah, he's in a big house on the big side of town. So the food that's offered to us is a little bit different in terms of, you know, what you're getting in and just more area to eat. So for me, I actually do enjoy just getting my wings and then they got like the big cake. That, you know, the big cakes, like the big chocolate cake. I don't know if you know, but to the Swedes, they deliver these, like, big, just massive sweet trays. And y'all know I like my sweets. Yes. So Mozi for me. Loves those sweets. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I got my wings on one side of my table. Then I got this big, massive, like, three-layered Ooh, molten yeah. chocolate okay. with chocolate icing and chocolate you. chips on top you. of it. Yeah. that That's that's what I like to eat at the baseball game. And I'm the I'm the classic Yenzen in the nosebleeds. I just feel so you make me feel so bad. With my tall boy Yikes. beer and my hot dog. Next time I go to a game, I'm sitting in the regular seats. All right, next time I go to a game, I'm sitting in the bougie seats. I like it. <laughs> uh last one here from me wants to know are Yen's gonna watch the Snyder Cut director's cut of Justice League yes, next week? Absolutely. And it's darker. It's, it's way darker, way I, more I aggressive. I like that look. Here's what I'll do, though. Like, I've got two different ways that I watch movies or TV shows, uh-huh. okay? Two different categories. One is, like, the undivided attention category. 
You know, I'm with you. Yes. Where yes. I'm on the big screen, nothing else is going yes. on. Lights, the lights out. Are off. We're focused. Yes. I am fully 100% yep. engaged. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then there's the other way where it's yes. just kind of like background noise. Where yep. it's like I'll I'll throw, I'll be playing PlayStation or Xbox on the big TV, mm -hmm. and I'll have I'll have something on the small TV. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm gonna do with the, with the Snyder Cut. I agree. Is be I'll be I'll be watching yes. it like while I'm playing PlayStation or something. See, for me, I'll probably be watching it while I'm editing a video yes. or yes. prepping for something. Correct. Yes, that's how I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm be not gonna turn the lights off and devote yeah. uh, you know because the problem is it, we've already seen we've already seen the original movie. Correct. Now we know that this is going to have variations of it but storyline wise it still is going to be what we've already expected so and i think this one's way longer too isn't this one like four hours or something like that <sighs> i think it's long yeah it's like supposed it's to like, like four hours three hours yes yes so that definitely adds to it a movie that i already seen that was a lot shorter and now has been expanded to additional hours but because i'm a batman guy i'm always watching that type of stuff and i just like this aggressive look to it, you know what I mean? I, I love kind of take I the rules. Yeah, yeah. I that's that Joker. Always, Did you see the Joker in there? Yeah, <sighs> that's always been my that's always been my issue with some of those movies. Like, for example, okay, I love the Harry Potter books. Mm -hmm. I I don't really like the movies, and it's because the books motes are way darker, way more violent than the movies are. You know, like the books kind of. Um, the books walk the tightrope of PG-13 R-rated. Yes, yes, they do. Where the movies walk the tightrope of PG, PG-13. Yes. And I'm more of the I'm more of the darker, more violent, mm -hmm. more, you know. I mean, like, we've only had one R-rated Justice League or Marvel-style movie, and that's Deadpool. Correct. Deadpool's the only one. And it's awesome. <laughs> right, because when they, uh, it was supposed to be Superman versus Batman was about to get an R-rating, and they apparently, like, Made some adjustments wanna, to they it. They want to make it appeal to families. Yes. Which I get. I get. I do. Because that is the it. market. That is the target audience. Right. But for us who have grown up as that target audience and now we're a part of the mature audience, exactly. it's like, what about us? What about your hardcore fans <laughs> that you've exactly. seen grow up? We've been, we've been watching Batman not shoot people since I was seven. Right. I've watched Batman not ever hurt anybody since now I was seven. I just want to see him punch somebody's face like, in. Come on. Please. <laughs> Uh, last tweet here, Motsi, before we get to some free agency stuff to, to wrap up the episode. Our buddy Steeler Bomb tweets, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Steelers have a shot to win a Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger back. Here's the Steelers shot, and it's a picture of Shaq at the free throw line. Oh, y'all sick. Oh, Steeler Bomb. Why you got to do that, man? That's sick. I love And that's the Phoenix one, too, so you know what that is. Oh, man. You know that's, that's a miss. Oh! I tell you what, we're only we're only uh what here, Motsi, three months into 2021, <laughs> but that could be tweet of the year. Or I mean, we could have oh, our tweet of the year. Oh man! It's like when you see in hockey, right? Like early wow. in the season, somebody scores a crazy goal, and they're like, "All right, shut it down. There's your goal of the year. We don't even need to play out the next one. There's your Motsi. Wow. I don't even know if we need to play out the rest of the year. There's our tweet of the year. Right wow! Wow! Steal it, bomb. That was clean You're right there. You're doing them dirty. You're that doing them dirty. Right <laughs> that was clean. I like that. <sighs> he does have a point, though. Yeah, hey. does have a point. Hey. But anywho, we're going to end on a high note. We're not tripping on that. That's all love. All love. <laughs> we needed that laugh. But now we can get to this. Uh, do we have any, we have any more, right? No, no more that's tweets? That's all right, all cool. Yep. So, top 101 free agents list. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, we have multiple people on said list. We do. Four and, guys, I believe, right? Yes, indeed. No, five. Excuse five. me. Five guys, yes. Ooh. So uh, on the list, we have Bud Dupree coming in at number 12. Okay. Juju Smith-Schuster ranks at 25 on the list. Okay. Mike Hilton comes in at 52. 
on said list. Do you want to know about Good for Mike Hill? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We have Al Villanueva, Big Al, Big coming Al. in at eighty. Then after that, got James Connor. Okay, coming JC. in at ninety-eight. So those are the one, two, three, four, five players. And then if you want, we have a former Steeler on this. As, oh, 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 no, 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 no. We have another person. I almost forgot. Where are you? I got to find his ranking over here. But it is Tyson Alu-Alu. Oh. And he comes in at 89. That's what I was like. Where is Tyson at? Are you, yes. Were you also talking about the artist formerly known as Ronald Ocean? Yes, I am talking about the artist formerly known. He's 65 on this yes. list. Yes, so if you were worried about a former Steeler as well on that list, we have that guy as well. So I believe they call him Mr. Big Chest. Yes, Super Bowl champion, by the way. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, some big name. Patrick Peterson's on this list. Ndamukong Sue's on this list. Some big names on this Cam list. Cam Newton's on this list. J.J. Yep. Uh, Watt was on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but plenty of big names up here. Man, yeah, but Dak was on this list, but obviously he's been taken yep. care of. Chris Godwin was up there, but obviously Brand now that Sheriff, he's, he's franchise tag. with the tag by the football team so trent williams left tackle yep he's ranked uh, i think number two on this list you right and i have now. already talked about how if i'm the jacksonville jaguars i'm blank handing check. him and his agent a blank check that's simple blank check yep come protect but, trevor lawrence for the next four years but man what i wanted to ask you though based on these guys on this list right <clears throat> in terms of your bud dupree juju mike kilton big al big tyson up. and james connor mm-hmm. of those Six guys now, right? Because it was no, it was five. Yes, now we're one, two, three, four, five, six guys. Of our six guys, from a value standpoint, which guy can we not afford to lose the most? Which guy's gonna hurt us the most when if they were to leave? And this is based on just this list right here. Yeah. Bud leaving, how would you rank that, man? Him being the the most impactful well, that hurt us the most. So it depends. How how you looking at this, man? If you want to talk just from a value standpoint in mm-hmm. terms of like what they cost to retain, mm-hmm. I think Mike Hilton would be the biggest loss. Okay, because while he's gonna have a market out there, you and I just the market for slot corner right, isn't right. what it is for edge rusher. Correct for left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of just pure value, in terms of what the Steelers would have to, the value of salary cap proportions, not the value of what he means to the team, the value from a salary cap and a roster construction standpoint, yeah. I think I would say Mike Hilton because he's very important to what they do. Mm-hmm. And from a dollar perspective, I think he would be the easiest to retain. Mm. But from a like from an impact value on yeah. the football field standpoint, I mean, it's got to be Bud Dupree, right? It just... Like we just talked about, he is a legitimate all-pro caliber football player. He was a first-round pick for a reason. You feel like really in the last year, he just completely started to enter the you know the absolute prime yeah. of his career. Like he was really at the peak there. Um, Juju would be a, a big loss. A, a lot of these guys, Alejandro Villanueva. While you've discussed this very well, Mozi, while we here in town feel like he's taken a step back or two. People around the league still look at, man, left tackle is a uh, – there's less of those guys available that can start and be productive at left tackle. You know, there, there's less of those guys mm-hmm. that are needed. The demand is more than the supply. Yep. So I think that's definitely important caveat. But, yeah, I mean, I think he's the best one of all the free agents, and I think he means the most to the team. I'm going Bud Dupree. Yeah, I, I agree from the Bud Dupree standpoint. For me, I was always torn between Bud and Al because yeah. if it wasn't <clears> – <throat> If we didn't get a chance to see this defense without Bud Dupree for that amount of time, then I would have been seeing Al because I'd have been saying to myself, well, I haven't seen 
this defense drop off minus Bud. Correct. But we did see the defense take a step back. And not only did that affect the defense, it impacted the offense because now when the offense would turn the ball over, it had some type of adversity. The defense wasn't able to bail them out. You saw that start to change. Whereas in the past, you know, earlier in the year and obviously last year, man, that defense was going to bail that team out. It didn't matter if they turned the ball over. Right. We, we saw them on the road turn the ball over how many times and still find a way to stick in it and make it a one-score game versus the Niners and multiple other teams. So knowing that, yes, yes, Bud Dupree has to be number one. But I think, ow, man, he could definitely be in that conversation because the alternative is this. We talked about how bad the offense looked. We talked about how they didn't have a running game. But more importantly, the – belief around why Ben was throwing the ball as quick as he was and as short as he was, the reason they said was lack of protection. Correct. So if I'm going off of that principle and just taking their word, taking it at face value because you haven't lied to me, so I'm not going not gonna mm-hmm. call you a lie, but if it's just protection, then how could Al not be the most yeah. critical person? Because if him and his play taking a step back made all offense look like that last year, may Ben not be able to drop back and take his time, that might be more important than the edge rush. That's true. Because think about how many more snaps the defense had to play. Think about how many bad scenarios the defense was put in because we couldn't sustain drives, because we couldn't keep them off the field, because they couldn't score points at a high clip anymore. It's been a a theme for two straight years, the defense just playing too many snaps. Absolutely. So if that is truly the case – and knowing left tackle is the most important position on the offensive line. Second most important position on an offense behind the quarterback. Part of me is like, all right, maybe it is out. Yeah. But then, and that's, but at the end, because I'm a defensive guy, obviously. I'm always going to roll I mean, with Bud. Obviously. I'm going to say Bud because I'm a defensive guy. But even when we talked about Mike Kilton and, uh, and the way you were talking about him in terms of the whole um, value versus productivity and stuff like that. I think from another organization, I think he'll be valued a lot more here in Pittsburgh yeah. because you have Cam Sutton still available. I think you're right, and you got Joe Hayden, and you got Steven Nelson, you, you got James Fitzpatrick, and you got James Pierre, you got Justin Lane. You have multiple options. Mm-hmm. It's I think Mike Hilton falls into the Juju Smith Schuster category. Really good player, very productive, but because of the resources the ca- already in house, we're not going to spend what you what your market truly is. Such is life, though, right? Yeah, it's just Such life. And is life. I see it here again. Diana Rossini reporting it. I know Adam Schefter did this morning as well, but the Steelers will not be using a franchise tag on anybody this offseason. Oh, anybody? Man, I thought they was going to give it to uh, Cam Kennedy. Well, I was hoping they were going to franchise Jeez. tag me. You know, I, I'll take the I'll take the bump in salary. You know, I'll get on the Tunch and Wolf level. Just, I, I, I don't just, play on one years. Forget my nah, forget my long term security. Just give me the Tunch and Wolf type money, baby. Yeah, I don't play on one years. I need security. I need flexibility, and the only way to get that is to follow the rules. And with that being <laughs> said, oh look at the time! It's time for us to go. So oh, that's convenient. How it's that worked time out, to it? shout out because I had a person once tell me you never work more than you're scheduled to work. That's when right. It's in showbiz. That's right. And I am not. Once so, you make it to a certain point, mm-hmm. there's no more free work. I mean, it, we you got to do those internships. You got to. You got to do that. You got to do that. Mm-hmm. But you and I are at the point. If we ain't getting paid for it, we ain't yeah, doing it. Yeah, we ain't doing it. No. So with that being said, I'm getting up out of here. Hey, shout out to the producer that was in here today, man, Wes Euler. He did Ooh. a phenomenal job. Thank I love you, his hair, you. by the way. Thank you, thank you. Then I also got to shout out the Power Grid, the Megawatts, man, for being interactive and Great being impactful. Today. I mean, isn't this what y'all do? 
I don't even get surprised more because this is what y'all do. Mm-hmm. All right? So shout out to y'all. I get surprised when you're a little tame on the tweets, honestly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, but that's I, not very often the case. We don't get that. We don't get that a lot. So definitely got to give y'all a big time shout out. Also got to give a shout out to my partner in crime, my co-host, Mr. Wesley Yola. Pew, pew. Beautiful hair. I need a, I need a, like, I need a sound. You got to get a signature. You yeah. Do. I got I, my signature. You got to get your own signature. Like when I produced the show in Philly, right? We had this huge soundboard thing in our studio. All these little bells and whistles. And do you know, like the like the Fred Flintstones, like the footsteps, <laughs> like the. Yeah. So I would have a thing at the end of every show. The host John Marks would say, "Thanks to our thanks to our guy Wes for producing the show." And yeah. I would hit the. See, you got to get you one, man. So I got to have something yep. that every time you you know give me props here, you thank me. I just hit it, and it's like a little. Maybe I I'll like get a, it. Maybe I'll get a pew pew or something. Pew, in the pew, pew. Bang. <laughs> Bye. But anywho, anywho, appreciate everybody for tuning That's in. Good. I'll get the who's the basketball broadcaster who always oh. bang Curry bang. Is that is it uh, Kevin Harlan? Is it yeah? Because Marv Albert is the uh, other one, right? Yeah, it might. Mm, I'm not oh, it's one of them. It's but the either college way. dude who always says. Yes. Uh, it's Rafferty who always says onions. Yes. But either way, we'll Bang. get to those guys. We'll get to those. Guys. We're not chasing shiny objects. We're getting up out of here. All right. So with that being said, shout out to everybody, and you know where to find us as always on your twenty four seven home of the black and gold Steelers uh-huh. Nation yeah. Radio. There it is.